gentlemen, welcome back to the Three Under Par podcast. This is a golf podcast where little white ball is live. I am your host, Scotty T. Back, still on vacation, but back on the podcast. And I'm joined by my co-host, KJ down below and T-Bone over there. What's up, boys? How you doing? What's up? Bare- barely surviving. <laughs> surviving, not thriving. Uh, T-Bone, are you glad you didn't have to do the intro again this time? Yeah, it was uh, – I like sitting on the sidelines a little more. <laughs> but uh, dad's back, ready to go. I'm back. Uh, lots to talk about, I think. Um, I'm currently still in Colorado. I'm in humble brag, but if you look behind me here, these mountains are just, woo, very nice, very nice. So all good here, though. There was a, the Workday – it's it, the Workday Charity Invitational. I forget the name of it, but this was supposed to be the week of the John Deere Classic. That didn't happen because – Illinois doesn't allow people to gather still as most of the country doesn't because of COVID-19. So they had the tournament at Muirfield village, which Scaff has an affinity for, but this was not the Memorial. They're going back to back weeks. Same course Memorial is coming up this week. So we'll give a little bit preview for that, especially since they're playing the same course back to back, which never happens. So before we dive into though, KJ, you doing all right, man. You look all right. You look okay. Better than I feel, I guess. <laughs> you play some golf this weekend, little bandit? I did. We uh, we got got the guys together for somewhat of like a bachelor party type deal. One of my fraternity brothers getting married, and uh, we rented a house on Canyon Lake, uh, waterfront. We played golf once, I think. I don't know. Um, night before, we did like half half of the beer Olympics round. And then we tried to play golf. I'm surprised we didn't get thrown out of there. Like three or four of the guys didn't even play golf. We're sitting there in front of the, uh, we tried to make somewhat fair teams. We're sitting in front of the starter and we got 40 times in a row. And two of the guys in the first group full on miss. One of them kicks it off the tee. It was, it was a great start. <laughs> nice. T-Bone, how's Wildcat, man? Uh, it was good. As you can tell, I'm not in Colorado. I'm in Houston with the uh, gray, you know, pit sweat and stuff. Zoom in. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, the game's getting close. I've played Wildcat two weekends, <clears throat> two out of the last three weekends, and I've shot 82 both times with three doubles. So. Ouch. It's close. Um, but, uh, yeah, Wildcat's a fun course, but. Um, I think you maybe played something better the last few days. Yeah. You know, I've been up in Colorado for about a week and a half now, which is pretty wild. Uh, starting the, by the time this podcast comes out, we'll be starting the trip back. So we drove, uh, we were supposed to come back earlier, but we were able to stay a few days. So, uh, that's why we're not where we were originally. We were more in Vail, but we're in Cordillera at the moment. So, uh, it's been fun, man. Been able to play a lot of good golf courses, this played my fourth round today up in the mountains. And this is my first time ever playing mountain golf. Mountain golf is sick. Mountain golf is so much fun. Uh, got a couple of videos. I think we're going to be releasing on YouTube, just either course reviews or uh, I started, I don't know. One other thing, which I guess we can bounce ideas off of each other, but uh, I started filming myself just on the 18th hole and wanted to see what the 18th hole is and what that looks like uh, just like shoot every shot 18th old challenge i think that's what i'm going to call it so nice. that'll be good but maybe not for kj you know we're 
He's he's not usually doing so hot on the 18th hole. So, um, but overall, fired. I think. It, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the guy just said, "I don't know if I played golf this weekend." So, well, put two together. I had a couple in my group that uh, were well. One was like 50-50 contact. So after a while, it was dead pack course too. Course that I love, Bandit and New Braunfels. But I mean, I'd be very shocked if it was less than a six-hour round. Yeah, you guys. Oof. I was going to say, it sounds like that group wasn't keeping up with pace of play. Every time. We were the third one, I think, out of our four tee times. And every time the lady got to us, no white claws, maybe a few <laughs> beers left. I was like, didn't we have this issue a minute ago on your last round? She's like, yeah, the two in front of you were taking everything. I was like, awesome. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, all right. So yeah, we got a lot of good God or I'm going to have some good content coming out. Hopefully a few more Instagram posts, one night, uh, videos coming out from my trip here in Colorado. Again, dude, the ball travels like crazy up here. I love it. So stay tuned for those. There'll be, I'll be releasing those on Fridays for probably the next month or so. So let's talk some work day, the work day championship this week. Uh, really two headlines. I think that came down. Nobody really gave a crap about the tournament until Sunday. I think, and because the final pairing was Victor Hovland, Colin Morikawa, and Justin Thomas. I mean, three young guns. If you, I mean, you don't even have to consider Justin Thomas a young gun anymore. The guy's been around for a long time, but compared to Morikawa and Hovland, he's the vet out there, but he's still a young guy and nobody could watch the tournament. I mean, I was sitting there watching the tournament and my wife was like, why, why, why do you have to pay more? Why, why isn't this on TV? All legitimate questions. But uh, so those were the headlines, I think, leading into this tournament. What, what was y'all's reaction of this week? Um, obviously, more Carlo comes out on top. I've been yeah. – oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I was going to say I've been confused about golf for, like, the last two weeks. Um, Just I two didn't... weeks? <laughs> Fair enough. Watching golf. I've been confused oh. watching golf the last two weeks mm. because it's clarification. This, this past week I I saw that I had no idea that this tournament was even a tournament until this week. And then I found out is being played on the same courses next week, which is Muirfield. And then I randomly saw live updates on Instagram at, you know, 10 AM in the morning. And I, so I didn't know this was even a tournament. I didn't know when it was being played. Um, there was nowhere to watch it. Uh, I was watching live golf on like around one o'clock on the golf channel. And I thought it was live golf, but it showed the golfers on like the front nine, but they're really in a playoff. And I had no idea what the hell was going on the whole time. And there was nowhere to watch it. And I couldn't, I didn't know what was happening. So, and looks like we missed a lot of good golf too. I think so. That KJ, was, those are my thoughts. thoughts. Well, you guys know how I've been uh, riding Joaquin Neiman as the young guy coming out. I almost feel like I'm absolutely inclined to change my feelings about Joaquin Neiman or at least extend them to Colin Morikawa. That kid wow. is a stud. Yep. We knew him, that, that group with Wolf and Morikawa and uh, Hovland coming out. We knew, we knew those three guys were going to be great, but I think Morikawa's got – you know, he's got it. He's got it. the full package. 
Yeah, you know, I was on record saying that Matthew Wolf was probably going to be the best player to come out of that class and Oklahoma State in general. Uh, I'm still going to hold true to that because it's still really early on. But, man, Colin Morikawa, I think, is the real deal. And he was right up there at the Byron Nelson. He lost to Daniel Berger in that playoff. And you know what kind of sucks, at least out of that? People were like, oh, his putting is not good. You know what? His putting is just fine. He, stripe, he stripes the ball. I didn't really know much about him coming out of college. That's why I think I was on – the wolf train as much as I was, but man, that guy can flat out play some golf. And, uh, you know, Justin Thomas, he, he threw everything at him. I mean, JT had a three shot lead with three holes to play, which was remarkable. And then more college just goes like, hold my beer. I'm going to make a comeback here. He makes a comeback. And then JT on the first playoff hole drains the 50 foot bomb. Morikawa then makes a 24 footer right on top of him. I mean, what was going on? It was electric. And to your point, T-Bone, we saw none of it. We saw none of it. It stunk. I did not like it. And uh, I, I even watched the replay. And it didn't – it was still really exciting because there were still a lot of, like, holy crap moments. But, you know, because they moved the tee times up, I just wish that, like, I don't know, CBS and NBC, like, I understand their contracts and everything that go along with it, but – it's almost one of those figure it out type things. Like we just want to watch golf. Like stop making it difficult for us to watch golf. That's my rant. So they didn't even show playoff. Or, what about in the replay? Cause I was actually watching a little bit of the replay earlier today. Did they show it in its entirety in the replay in the replay? Yes. Yes, they did. Okay. Yeah. So, right. I mean, but like, if you know the outcome already, you're like, oh, That's JT's true. gonna you make a long one. You just have to throw run. your phone in the trash until you can watch the replay. Yeah, it's hard not to. Like, it's hard not to. You know, like I'm on there, I'm scrolling on Twitter, and then I see like Morikawa, JT, like holy crap, best thing ever. And it's, it's like, why can't I watch it? Unless I gotta pay that CBS All Access thing or whatever the heck it's called. That, you know, additional eight ninety nine or whatever. And then it's like, you know what? If it's Sunday morning, like. I'm probably going to be watching church or I'm going out to lunch with the family up here. Like, I don't, I don't know. Sunday afternoons are meant for golf. And I understand if you're going to move stuff around, so be it, but just make it easy for us to watch it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, that kind of sucks. That's probably the best golf since the Rona. Oh, definitely. That man, I, I that might've been some of the best golf in a long time. Maybe since, uh, maybe since Tiger won the masters in the last year and a half. Or maybe that's, that's, that's is that aggressive? <laughs> yes, way too aggressive. I mean, okay, but is there another tournament that jumps out to you? That's like in the last year and a half since the Masters. Uh, I mean, I guess the Presidents Cup was interesting. Was it uh, though? Was it kind of maybe a little bit? The only interesting uh, part was Tiger Woods just bending over Abraham Answer and yeah. singles. Yeah. Whoops. Now you're putting me uh, on the spot, but. Um. Yeah, no. I mean, okay, so Morikawa, KJ, you would buy stock of Morikawa right now, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's pretty high right now, but I guarantee you, I mean, he's one of those guys that is not going to be a flashy winner. He's there day in and day out. His work ethic's there. I mean, he's just got phenomenal stuff. He's not somebody that, you know, is going to blow somebody away by – 10 one week and then next week he's you know not making the cut he's just he's not that type of player well I think he's already proven that it's not really a fluke anymore I mean he has two wins and he missed a two-footer in a playoff 
and he's got what 20 30 starts on the pga tour so yeah. i mean not a bad record yeah very impressive so he currently has more wins on the pga tour than missed cuts he's only had one missed cut which i don't care who you are that is very impressive even if it's a two to one ratio literally two to one that's still really impressive because not only is it hard to win out there it's hard to make cuts consistently so that shows to your point kj about he's just very consistent week in and week out he's going to be there so i got a fun stat for y'all i think i sent this to y'all on instagram uh tiger woods's second missed cut on the pga tour as a pro was at the 2005 byron nelson leading up to that point tiger woods won 43 times in nine majors before he missed his second ever cut what <laughs> think about that that mofo won 43 times with nine majors before he just missed his second cut i remember when he missed that cut at the byron nelson it was like i think the earth shook a little bit so it was like what is going on right now insane that is absolutely mind-boggling so all due respect to these young guys tiger woods he, let's just say he set the bar let's put let's put it that way it's just crazy because you think about Morikawa's, you know, a rookie, one, two years into his golf career, and you're like, holy shit, he's a really good golfer. And you put it into perspective of Tiger, and I know we had the same, had a similar comparison with Bryson last week. It was like he had, you know, through 100 starts, he had won six times. I think Tiger was, you know, 40 or like 40 or something. I don't know. It was a lot, but it makes you think like these guys are hot and they've got a lot of momentum right there, right now, and it's just not even in the same stratosphere as Tiger. Right. So one thing I think that's going to be really interesting and what this weekend even showed. Now, Hovland, he kind of took a few steps back. That's all right, dude. Like, he was in the final group. He's right there. He's a stud. Not worried about Hovland at all. So one thing that we haven't talked about yet is that the Ryder Cup is officially pushed back to 2021 because of COVID-19, which there's no way to put it, it just sucks. Like, what? it doesn't matter what side of the debate you are on on COVID-19 or whatnot, the fact that the Ryder Cup is having to push back a year just stinks across the board. It's not good for anybody. So I'm not sure exactly what how they're going to do the points and everything. So my question to you all is, does Colin Morikawa make the Ryder Cup for 2021? Because if I'm not mistaken, Steve Shirker, he's going to have some more captain's pick outside of the uh, regular picks that he usually goes with. I think he has two more. He's going to pick six, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. So does Colin Morikawa make it on the 2021 Ryder Cup team? When do they have to pick by? I think, I think, I think everything's just pushed back for a year. So the only other time that they've really pushed back the Ryder Cup for a year was come 9-11. Uh, if you notice, Ryder Cup, was every odd years until that point. And now, sorry, is it windy out there? Can y'all hear me okay? Yeah, all right. You got a little wind. It's a okay. It's, right. it's, yeah, it's, it's an authentic podcast. Thank you. Yeah, we're, we're keeping it real for y'all, the listeners out here. I'm in the mountains yeah. of Colorado. No big deal. Soft flex. Yeah, so, it, adds, it adds to the effect. <laughs> uh, in 1999 or 2001, right, right before 9-11, the Ryder Cup was supposed to happen. They pushed back for a year. And that was kind of controversial because the team's already set. And they kept those same teams for 2002. And some of those guys who were hot in 2001 weren't playing very good, probably didn't deserve to be on the 2002 Ryder Cup team, at least on the American side, and the Americans got worked. So uh, I think they kind of 
recognize that and you can so they're giving stricker options to pick who's playing hot uh come next year i think that's sorry does that answer your question kj yeah i mean that i mean that answers the question you asked me then it's really going to come down to yes colin morikawa is hot right now even when he's not winning he's right up there but you know in a year who knows who knows is he still going to be on this hot train is some young stud going to come up in you know however long and start blowing people away you don't know i mean it's, it's too early to tell but i mean if it was tomorrow yeah I'd be throwing him in there for sure. Yeah, I think I would too. What do you got? Too? Follow-up question on that is Spieth even sniffing the Ryder Cup team? I don't think so. Nope. Not even close. So just fall out of the top 60? Like, top 60. Just, at, just as you uh, uncanceled him. <laughs> Devon, what were yeah. you thinking? He's, he's I, thought walking, we were, I thought we were on the same page. That canceled and not canceled line, didn't he? Yeah. It's you know, uh, it's not looking good. I saw a uh, interesting thing. In 2000. 15. You know who the two hottest players in the world were? were? Jordan Spieth and Jason Day. Where are those guys right now? Nowhere to be seen. There's like a running joke of Jason Day is probably going to get COVID at some point just because he is. <laughs> so that's... Sorry, Twitter is a dark place. But it's really funny. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, Jason Day did have a good week, though, this week, which I was presently surprised with. Really one of the first times in a while. You know, Jason Day, he won the players in uh, 2016 or 2017. So he has a major championship belt and the players' championship under his belt, like uh, Webb Simpson. But, you know, Webb Simpson is still a top 10 player in the world, and Jason Day is not at the moment. Anyway, uh, Ricky Fowler, Jason Day, Jordan Speed, those guys, man, are struggling. It doesn't help, though, when you got Hovland and Morikawa shooting up the world golf rankings at the moment. It's crazy, man. It's so competitive. There's just so much young talent out there. You gotta you gotta realize or like you gotta wonder if the guys that were the young talent and maybe they've, you know, gone I w I don't want to say the slump, but you know, they're not as hot and they see those guys. You gotta you gotta wonder if that just kinda kicks them in the teeth and disheartens them a little bit, seeing guys come out, you know, beat them by twelve. Like it's a pretty good margin. For sure. I think I saw Ricky at like nine under last time I saw him, something like that, and he fell back a little bit. I think. Don't worry though. Yeah, it's not a terrible tournament, especially will, at Muirfield. Yeah, I will uh, say it was also just a total Ricky move, and this is becoming a more and more common thing where he's, he's like, at the end? "Well, well, that," but he's cheering on his friends, like he was just chilling with a rum and coke or something on the sidelines, watching JT in the playoff, and I was like, "I feel like this shit always happens." Like he's. He's Always just like not in it. Bride, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly. who Ricky Fowler kind of reminds me of is Chris Paul in the NBA. How Chris Paul has never been to an NBA Finals. Like Ricky Fowler, like but 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 Chris Paul might be more known for his State Farm commercials. He's got the sponsorship. He's likable. So, so might Ricky Fowler. People know him from his State Farm commercials, not from his golf anymore. Travelers. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, not, it's not good. Yeah. I thought he was like the official ambassador of the Rock of Mortgage. Be, he's got so many, right? I mean, exactly. <laughs> we know a lot because we've seen a lot. Except oh, it's, yeah. Yeah. from our sponsor, Ricky. We are farmers. Cut the check, farmers. Anyway, so uh, no free ads. Just kidding. Anyway, so all in all, I mean, pretty good week. Decent field. Uh, I know Bryson took the week off. Uh, no, Bryson and uh, Brooks kind of get into it every now and then, so I feel like that transitions us nicely 
to some golf gossip with T-Bone. T-Bone, yeah. what is going on in the world of golf gossip? Yeah, that's a pretty good segue. So I think it was before the workday started, the workday event last week. Um, Brooks just like out of the blue. Like it wasn't even, I think it was a few days after Bryson's win. Um, he posted a, like a, a gif of um, Kenny Powers, who's a roided up baseball player and eastbound and down reacting poorly to a drug test. And it was a hundred percent targeted towards Bryson, even though it doesn't clearly, you know, he doesn't mention him by name or anything, but there was a, <laughs> there was a lot of shit uh, brewing from that. And I mean, I think it's hilarious. I also don't, I also think of all people to, to post that Brooks probably shouldn't be the one posting that. I mean, he's as big as Bryson. So um, yeah, it was, that was some good golf gossip. Brooks is Brooks. I, I just really don't think gives a shit and he likes to stir it up from time to time. So I love that for golf, but uh, you know, I think it was pretty, pretty humorous, not too serious, but. He's also, also taking shots at one of the girls on Golf Channel, too, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, so I think she actually wanted him suspended from the tour. She was, like, trying to get him suspended or get some, get some momentum behind that, which probably just added fuel to the fire. But, uh, yeah, that, w- that was kind of golf gossip for the week. Um, I also saw that Bryson, um, he, uh, <laughs> I guess he was – partying a little bit joined the win in dallas this past week and he took his rocket mortgage trophy to like a restaurant and i was like all right dude you won the rocket mortgage classic it's not like wearing your green jacket you got a little shitty rocket (laughs) mortgage trophy i mean good for you but let's pump the brakes a little bit so JJ, if so. you won the rock and mortgage, would you take that thing out to a bar and be like, hey, what's up, everybody? I just won 1.4 mil. Check out my trophy I, that looks like a weird that, that trophy looked kind of like <laughs> shit to me, but I'd definitely be out partying. I don't know if I'd be carrying that thing around because I'd lose it by the end of the night. JJ sure. would be using it for horseshoes. Yeah, that's true. Play a little washers. That's true. <laughs> Probably get drunk, try to hit stingers through that hole. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's not like when we uh, saw a picture of Tiger Woods at his own restaurant wearing the green jacket. Like, that was cool. I could just see, like, Bryson out in Uptown Dallas or the M Streets or whatever, and he's just like, yeah, I run the Rocket Mortgage. I could see everybody in Dallas be like, nobody gives a shit about that. Yeah, well, it's it's a major thing. It's like the Claret Jug or the Watermaker or your green jacket. Don't bring a Rocket Mortgage classic trophy around. I mean, granted, just just to back Bryson a little bit, a few years ago, I may or may not have won a talent show. Um, and I was carrying that trophy all around downtown Austin. So who am I to judge? What was this talent show um, for? Um, it was my previous employer. Uh, it was a, just an open talent show and uh, brought home the gold. Stand-up stand up comedy. Was there a dress involved? Because we, we already know how you perform in a dress. Yeah. After your round of golf. That well, I probably would have won. I probably would have still won if I wore the dress. I perform well in those. We all know that. How is it? How is it going to set up compared to the course from this week? We we knew that they were going to let let the rough grow out a little bit, right? That's all we know. Well, I mean, are they going to have the same four pin positions? Is it going to give that much of an advantage? Different pin positions are growing out the rough. 
That's all I know. Oh, yeah, I think I remember you telling me that. I don't know. That's a, that's a great question. I have no idea the answer to that one. Yeah, but, I don't know. I think I'm putting Tiger at, like, I'll put him at eight or nine under for the tournament. So, making making checks, but he's not taking home the trophy. For some reason, I just – I know he dominates this course, but I just have bad vibes. It's almost too good to be true for him to win this tournament. I just – I think he needs a couple more starts because it's been so long since he last played. I think he's going to flirt with the cut line, maybe barely make it. It's just kind of what I'm feeling. It's got to be pretty much the same field, right? There's no way you wouldn't travel to this tournament and not hang around, I would think. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's going to be tough to pick a winner this week, especially with it's Bryson being off a week. I would have loved to see how he played this, this tournament before I picked him this week. I think, I think a pick is, needs to be decided between Bryson and Patrick Cantlay. I think it's too hard for Colmore Cowher, even though he's hot to go back to back there, you know? It seems impossible. Yeah. yeah, it just can't, it can't happen. I'd have to decide between Bryson and Cantlay if I was picking a winner. Both former winners. Um, I hate to keep talking about Bryson, but I don't think it's going to stop. Um, I don't think he's played bad since he's had this or post COVID. And I'm trying to figure out if this is sustainable. Because I just can't, I can't buy that this is sustainable for your body, for good scores, for anything. Because like for the history of time in golf, it's like, oh, why don't long drivers play golf? It's like, oh, because they hit it all over the fucking place and it messes up their short game. And it's like, he's doing that, but he's playing good golf. And it's like, this has got to stop at some point. You see that video of him getting up to 140 something miles an hour? (laughs) What? Oh, yeah. Hey, another shout-out. Another uh, shout-out to Ripper Magoo, Tony Fanu, uh, 59 at his home course yep. this past weekend. So that was pretty, that was pretty cool. Did you see that putt? Okay, listen to this. That putt on the last hole was for 59. And did you see his son, I assume it was, uh, just right there set up to it and putting? <laughs> Can you imagine if he putts and hits his ball? Oh my God! I, that, that is the exact same. Send him Foster home. That is He's the exact same thing I was thinking. I was like, "What? What the hell? Like, stop! Dude, stop!" He would be up for adoption so fast <laughs> if that was me. Jeez, yeah, that was wild. Hey, lo- looking at a few of his sun shots, that was probably for like 137 or something, and yeah. he's sitting there putting for 59, and he's over there, like, "What? Uh-uh." Hats Get some in. hats. Um, we'll be distributing over the next week or so. Um, so you got yeah. a picture for us? Yeah, I'll post it on the story. Cool. They actually, there's a minor hiccup, but they look good. <laughs> so. Great. Yeah, they, they, they work. They look good. But there's a minor hiccup. Minor hiccup. <laughs> <laughs> I think we make. I think we make quick picks real quick. No one really committed to anything. I'm going to start us off. I got Xander. I think he's due. Um, let's get it. KJ? 
Who you got, Scott? You take one of mine. I'll take the other one. Taking Brooks? I'll take Xander. I'm going <laughs> to – he's getting so much better. He would not know how to yeah. pronounce that if I didn't – He's gotten confident. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll go with Cantley. I'll go with Cantley. Something's got to give. Especially if that rough's longer and they start tucking those pins. you got to be coming out of the fairway for some of those pins. You have to. And where you need your back. Yeah. Maybe he's maybe he's just going to bully the tour like he's bullying golf courses right now. He's going to win, you know, 30 events in the next year and a half and then say, all right, well, I'm in a wheelchair now. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. <laughs> Little white ball's life.